My name is Isabel Clausen, the host of the Girl God's Got You podcast. This podcast was created to remind women that girl, God's got you, and he wants to help you live the life you were created to live. Have you ever struggled with believing in yourself, having fear about navigating your future, understanding your life purpose, or managing overwhelming stress? Well, if you've gone through any of these experiences, then this podcast is for you. And I want to encourage you that no matter what you go through, no matter what you think of yourself, no matter how much someone hurts you, no matter what level of self-confidence you have, no matter how much fear you have about the future, God is here for you no matter what. Girl, God's got you, and He always will. I hope you enjoy today's episode. friends. Thank you so much for coming back to another episode of Girl God's Got You. I'm Isabel Clausen. For those of you that don't know, I I realize that a lot of podcasters open up with their name and I realize that I don't do that and you may not know that's my name (laughs) if you if you don't know me in in, you know real life. So yeah, my name is Isabel. Thank you so much for coming to the episode today. We're going to be talking all about burnout and I know you're probably thinking, Isabel, why are we talking about burnout? hustle culture when a lot of the world is still in quarantine. And the reason why is because I think it's really easy for us now when life is a little bit more chill, we're staying at home, we're working from home, to compare ourselves to a past version of ourselves when life was normal, when we were working really hard, when we were going to work, when we were going to college, when we were in high school, whatever age bracket you're in, I'm sure before COVID hit, you were working really hard, you were hustling. Uh, At least for me, it was the end of my senior year of college in the midst of finals. So it was, well, spring break happened and then I came back to school and then I had to move back home. So right before finals, during the hustle of college, I had to leave and then everything kind of went differently. So the reason I want to make this episode today is as the world's opening up again, if you're a girl right now, you're struggling with thinking, okay, now that the world is opening up again, I'm going to have to start working really hard. I may be burned out. Or maybe you're thinking, wow, I used to work so hard. I used to feel so burned out, but I was so productive. And right now I'm working from home. I'm doing school from home. I want to be productive as school starts, but I don't really know how to do that without burning out and hustling. And I just want to say this is coming from the girl that worked really, really hard in college. I also worked really hard in high school, but I was at college for for three years and the first year was pretty chill. I, of course, you know, worked hard and did my best, but it definitely wasn't a burnout. And then my last two years, I was so burned out. I didn't get much sleep at all. I got three years done or four years of school done in three years. I did. I worked in the summers. I did summer school in the summers. It was just crazy. So it was definitely a grind and a hustle. And then it all stopped because of COVID and I finished up my college career at home and even though that was wonderful it was definitely a transition to still feel productive even though I didn't have to hustle and grind so hard. So I really want to talk about not being guilty if you are productive but you're not exhausted and I also want to talk about the main reason why we work so hard in an unhealthy way. At least for me what I realized about myself because there is a healthy hustle and then there's an unhealthy hustle and I want to talk about the difference between the two and just share some advice and something I wish I knew 
before I turned 19, before, you know, my last two years of college, because if I knew this about myself sooner, I would have saved myself a lot of emotional exhaustion, physical exhaustion, mental exhaustion, and I just wish I knew these things about myself sooner and that I could understand that I could still be productive and work hard without having to be exhausted and overwhelmed. So girl, if you're feeling exhausted or overwhelmed right now, or if you were in the past and you're not really sure how to navigate that now that everything's changing, I just want to say God's got you. And while he did create you to work hard, to do your best, to work hard for him, he also wants you to have rest and he also wants you to have abundance in life. In the last podcast episode, I talked about dating. I talked about how God wants us to live a life of abundance. And just the same as it is in relationships, I really believe that God wants us to live an abundant life that's filled with joy, filled with hard work, but also filled with rest and enjoying each day. Rejoice in the day that the Lord has made. And I really just want to make this episode because it's going to be kind of hard to go back to normal when we maybe have to do school online or we have to work from home. And so I want to make this for anyone, just to give them an encouragement to have grace with themselves, not feel guilty, but also still be able to work hard for the glory of God. So to start off this episode, I want to share my quote of the week. And I actually found this on Google and the author of the quote was unknown. So I apologize about that. But here's this quote and it was really good and I can't wait to talk about it. So the quote says, stress is caused by being here, but wanting to be there. And a little fun fact about me is my mom and dad always tell me to stop and smell the roses because I kind of rush through life and I've really been trying to stop that for the past couple months. I've just been trying to be really self-aware when I am rushing and when I am constantly thinking about the future because that really does cause stress. Whenever I get stressed, it's because I'm not living in the present enough. And when you think about it, each day has enough troubles of its own, as it says in the Bible. And if I'm not focusing on today, I'm actually feeling weighed down because I'm putting too many things on my plate that weren't even meant to be on my plate in the first place. And so I kind of want to share an analogy. So suppose each day in a five-day work week has five big tasks. That means you have 25 big tasks in the work week. So on Monday, I'll wake up and I know that I will have five tasks to accomplish. But if I'm thinking about Tuesday, I'm worrying about Tuesday, I'm thinking all about Tuesday's five projects, five tasks to do, I'm not just putting my energy and my thoughts and my brain power on Monday's five things. I'm actually putting my energy and my brain power toward 10 things. But let's remember, I was only meant to handle five things today. And so I think that's really where stress comes from, is not being in the present and not handling the tasks at hand. Because when you focus more on what's happening in the future, we're not going to be able to give our 100% to what's going on in the present. And I think that's really what causes an unhealthy hustle, because we're so overwhelmed and we're thinking so much about the next thing that our brain is bogged down. And I think that's where burnout comes from. And so I thought this quote really applied to today's episode, and I I wanted to share it with you. So the song that I also want to go into is one called The Goodness of God by Bethel Music. I love this song. It played in church a couple weeks ago, and oh my goodness, it's beautiful. And so I'm going to share the lyrics, and as you think of it, I want you to think back to a time when you were burnt out and when you were hustling from an unhealthy place. And I want you to really just close your eyes, picture yourself struggling, And then I want you to envision God giving you a big hug and filling you up with strength and love. 
filling you up with blessings in life. And this song just reminds me of that. And I would challenge you to just go listen to this song, close your eyes, pray to God as you listen to it. I think it'll really energize you. So the song says, I love you, Lord, for your mercy never failed me. All my days I've been held in your hands. From the moment that I wake up until I lay my head down, oh, I will sing of the goodness of God. And all my life you have been faithful. And all my life you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am able, I will sing of the goodness of God. And then this next verse is my favorite. It says, I love your voice. You have led me through the fire. And in darkest night, you are close like no other. I've known you as a father. I've known you as a friend. And I have lived in the goodness of God. And I just love that the whole part or the whole aspect of this song is that God has been faithful. God has been good. And because of this, the singer is saying, with every breath that I am able, I will sing of this goodness of God. I will share with the world the blessings and the strength and the love that God has given me. And I feel like every worship song I listen to, it kind of cycles back to the main point that we were created to share God with the world. And when it comes to burnout and feeling like you have to keep going, you have to finish your tasks, you don't have time for anything else, I think it's really easy for us to forget that our purpose here on earth is not about us. It really isn't. It's actually all about God. Yes, God gave us talents. Yes, God gave us gifts. Yes, he wants us to take care of our families. And that requires money. That requires with us dealing with the economy. But at the end of the day, he wants our lives to be a reflection of his love and for us to use our talents and our purpose to spread love to others and to honor him. And I think Satan does a wonderful job of making us so overwhelmed with the kind of temporary things we have to do and all the little things in our day. And I think he also has, does a great job of making us overwhelmed about things in the future that we take our mind off of our entire purpose of honoring God. And we're so focused on today that it's so easy to forget God. And for me, when I'm working so hard, I'm grinding so much from a place of unhealthy exhaustion, if I'm not thinking about God and putting him at the center, I could see why it's not working. I could see why I feel stressed and overwhelmed. And the reason is because we were created to have God in the center of our lives. He is our creator. He is our father. He gives us strength. So when we're so busy that we can't even fit him in our day, no wonder we're burnt out. No wonder we're emotional. No wonder we don't make the best decisions. And this song just reminded me that it's so good just to stop, close our eyes, think about the blessings God has given us, and use that to fuel us. And I really believe that Satan can use a good thing and turn it around for bad, just like God could take a bad thing and turn it around for good. And so the fact that a lot of us have energy, we have this desire to succeed and to pursue excellence, Satan can turn this good thing around into a bad thing and make us try to strive for this perfection that we can never reach. He makes us so focused on the temporary things of this world that we end up forgetting about the whole reason we're here. So as you're working hard and as you're trying to figure out what your life's going to look like as the world opens up, I challenge you to always remind yourself that your life is not just about you. Your life is not just about the job you have now. Our life is a reflection of God's goodness, showing selfless love to people when they don't expect it, spending time with family members, friends, loved ones, spending time with people that you have eternal relationships with, and really taking time to pray to God and ask for direction. 
because life is already hard enough. It's already confusing enough. We have our responsibilities that we have to be good stewards of when it comes to career, jobs, family. We, we, it's almost as though we don't have room to distract ourselves with these temporary things. We need God's strength, and that's something I'm trying to remind myself of constantly as I'm, you know, starting to work hard, or I've been working hard, but, you know, getting more into my career, figuring out what my daily routine looks like as far as post-grad. But yes, so that's the quote and the song. I know that was kind of long-winded, but I do want to make a transition into today's episode today. And I want to start off talking about comparing yourself to a past version of yourself when it comes to hustle. And when I first went back home, I, it was after spring break, and so I took a week off, but I was doing some studying for a test I had, and I hung out with my family. And then I went back ho- um, to GCU, I almost said back home, which I thought of it as home because I, I love my college. But I went back to GCU for one day, and then I had to move all my stuff out. And so it was very emotional. It was k- kind of traumatic, honestly. Like, I was crying. I was so sad. I just started a new relationship, and now... You know, I had to be long distance and it was just it was just crazy. There was so much going on. And I remember having to take all my economics and finance finals online or you have to print them out. Then you have to fill them out then you have to send them back to the professor all in your designated amount of time. And it was just crazy. And I was working hard. I was hustling. I was grinding. But I could wake up at 8 a.m. And I could do my schoolwork at home at my little stand-up desk in my room. And then I could work out, and then I could do more school, then I could hang out with my family because I had all this extra time because I wasn't walking to class. I wasn't going grocery shopping because they were all, you know, closed down. I didn't have to take time to get all ready for the day every single day because I was at home. And I was still working hard, but I realized, wow, I could be productive and get things done without working from a place of exhaustion and overwhelm. And that just kind of shocked me. And my first thought was, oh, I'm not exhausted when I wake up. I feel guilty about that. I should work harder. And then I thought, Isabel, that is such a silly thought to think because God did create us to rest. And at school, I would go to bed at 1 a.m. and wake up at 5. I would get four hours of sleep every night. And I did that for, honestly, about two years. And that sounds crazy, but to me, it just, it worked. And yes, I was exhausted, but I, I got myself so used to that, that whenever I didn't get up at five, or whenever I just so happened to go to bed at 10 or 11, I felt guilty. And it was when I was in quarantine with my family finishing college that I realized, okay, let's change our perspective. Let's shift everything. Because in that moment in quarantine, I was comparing myself to a past version of myself in college. But then I realized, no, Isabel, you're getting the same exact amount of things done, and it's okay to feel rested. It's okay to work for healthy productivity rather than unhealthy perfection. So this begs the question, why do we burn out? Why are we so overwhelmed? I honestly believe that we burn out and we get super overwhelmed from an unhealthy place because we can't let go of something. Now, one of my girlfriends, she asked me to do a podcast episode about letting go. And I was thinking, okay, I'll do one about burnout. I'll do one about letting go. And then I'll do one about college. And then I thought, okay, I'll do the college one separately. But burnout and letting go, as I thought about it more, I looked at my own life and realized, wow, the reason I was working so hard at an unhealthy level, the reason I was trying to reach this level of perfection, the reason why I was so exhausted and I felt like if I wasn't exhausted, I should be guilty of that. I think the reason I went through that stage of life was because I couldn't let certain things go. And during that time, 
I had a lot of heart hurt, <laughs> as we could call it, a lot of emotional hurt. I was not confident in myself at all. I thought I was really close to God, but I realized that he was not my number one. I was putting other things as my number one in life, and, and God was not on the pedestal anymore. Something else, other things were on the, the pedestal. I was unfortunately not super close with my family at that time, and, and Satan was really just trying to get me off track because when you are a Christian and you really want to live for God, it's kind of as though you have a target on your back. And once again, Satan could turn good things into bad things, and it's really hard. And for me, it was the level of productivity. And there were things I couldn't let go of, and I was really hurt for a while. And the only thing I could control in this time was how much I could get done in the day. So because I couldn't let go of certain people in my life, because I couldn't let go of this idea of what I thought life should look like, because I couldn't let go of this this unhealthy mass in my life, I was burning out and I was hustling because that was what I could control. So the first step I would give you guys if you're trying to figure out, okay, I'm going into COVID or I'm coming out of COVID, I was working really hard, I, I was working from an unhealthy and overwhelmed place of burnout, how can I try to not do that again when my life picks up and my first step is really look at your life look at your emotional life your connection with god your relationships with other people and think is there something i need to let go of and i challenge you to ask god for strength let go of it it may mean you have to cut certain people out of your life it may mean you have to stop some unhealthy habits but really be honest with yourself and ask is there something i need to let go of and i will assure you once you let go of that thing that's weighing you down It'll be a lot easier to have some grace and it'll be a lot easier to have time for what matters in life. And you, when you make time for what matters to you, you will be filled and you can work from a place of rest. And another thing, I wanted to share this cool quote from um, Jefferson Bethke. And he wrote this book called To Hell with the Hustle. I have not read it yet, but I will link it in the show notes because it obviously goes along with this topic of burnout but he said only when we truly know rest and celebration can we know how to work and enjoy it we work from rest not to get rest so i'm going to say that one more time that end part end point we work from rest not to get rest and when i read that the other day i was thinking oh my gosh i used to work hard to get rest so i could feel like i earned that extra hour of sleep or i earned that you know, relaxing day with my friends or that relaxing couple hours of reading my book or watching a show or hanging out with loved ones, whatever it is. But we actually work from that. Rest fills us up so we can keep going. And so after you do that first step of letting go of that thing that's burdening you, I'd say that the second thing that helped me so much when I was trying to understand how to get out of this burnout was to heal my wounds with God's grace. Now to backtrack a little bit, um, Right before COVID hit, I actually was able to start burning out less. And what I mean by that is right before COVID hit, I kind of changed my life around a little bit and I was sleeping more. I was putting less pressure on myself. I, I let go of the things that were really hurting my heart and holding me back. And during that time, as I was starting to give myself grace and understand that I could be productive without burning out, I healed the wounds in my heart with God's grace. And I kind of want to paint a picture of this. So let's just say you have a puzzle. Let's just say your life is a puzzle. And let's just say some of the puzzle pieces, they shouldn't be there, okay? So you're going to take them out. You're letting go of this thing that's not supposed to be there. Obviously, there's going to be a gap in the puzzle. And so when you let go of things, 
you need God to heal those wounds, fill up those holes, or whatever it is. And so that second step I'd say is just ask God for his strength. Let him heal the wounds in your heart. Maybe that means reading the Bible more, reading some of the gospel, reading about Jesus' life story. Maybe that means going to church if you haven't gone for a while. Right now, obviously, some churches are closed, so watch more sermons. Maybe it means listening to more worship music. Maybe it means praying to, to excuse me, praying to God more. Maybe it means starting a Bible study with a group of close friends. Whatever it is, using God and his goodness and Christian stewardship to fill in the gap where the thing you let go of used to be, that will really help you. And that's what's going to fill you up. So when you do want to work hard, you do want to be productive, you want to be a good steward of your responsibilities, you're working from a place of God's strength rather than your own. And then the third thing that I did, obviously, before COVID hit, was start to cut out some distractions. Um, And I've been trying to do this for so long. I know the classic distraction, at least for me and I think for many um, young adults, is social media, YouTube, Netflix. I'm not saying you have to cut all of that out. But when you think about it, in our 24-hour days, we say we're so busy, okay? And if you're only sleeping five or six hours a night... That means you have 18 to 19 hours that you're up. Are you working really 18 to 19 hours or are you spending a good amount of that time on social media? Maybe 10 minutes here, 20 minutes there, but look at your phone and look at the screen time if you have an iPhone. It'll tell you how much time you're spending on each app. And so if you realize, wow, I'm spending like three hours on social media every day or whoa, like even though I watch a YouTube video here or there, it takes up a whole hour and a half of my day. Like look at your look at your apps, look at your consumption and understand that while I am busy and I am burning out, I am also letting myself get distracted easily. And let me just tell you, when you're working from a place of unhealthiness, it's really easy to want to kind of escape and, you know, consume some content whether it's watching a show youtube video and i'm not saying that's bad i love watching youtube videos my favorite thing to watch is the what i eat in a day videos from you know fitness people on instagram i just i love health i love fitness and that's something that calms my brain down but if you are working from a place of unhealthiness and there's something you can't go of it's easy to find ourselves escaping a lot from our reality so once you've let go of the thing that's hurting you, once you've asked God for strength, I challenge you to look at your day and try to cut out some distractions because that's going to give you more time to rest. That's going to give you more time to spend time with loved ones. And you're going to be able to focus your energy on things that will fill you up. And you're focusing more on what matters rather than the temporary things such as you know social media, Netflix, YouTube, all of that. And so I was really trying to cut out some distractions. I'm obviously still working on it because it's really easy to get distracted with things on our phones. But I am trying and I do have um, the timers on YouTube and Instagram and all that to tell me, oh, you've had your 15 minutes for today. It's time to get off. And so that's something that's really helpful. But the fourth step I have, and this is the final one as far as ways to get out of the burnout cycle, is find your why. Understand what your purpose is. And for me, I'm a very big extrovert and I love people. So what motivates me is is the people in my life. So there's a couple ways that this ties in. So I, I love my family so much. I love my close friends. I love my boyfriend. I love God. Just the close people in my life, I want to make as much time for them as possible because they fill me up. They honestly do. My, my self-worth and my fulfillment comes from God first. But I am so blessed that God gave me life 
I'm so blessed that he gave me a family and friends, and I want to spend as much time with them as possible. So when I am working hard, I am trying to figure out how to be productive, how to be effective. What motivates me is being able to spend time with my, my best friends, to FaceTime my parents, to go on a date with my boyfriend, to hang out with my brother. Those are the things that motivate me, and so that's my why. The other part of my why is I really want to help people in their finances. So as I'm studying for my tests and my licenses, it's, it's a lot of work and it's honestly really hard to study six to eight hours a day every day right now. And when I do get, um, you know, distracted, I'm starting to procrastinate, I just close my eyes for a second. I say, I literally say, Isabel, why are you doing this? And then I think about being able to help people with their finances. And then I think about, oh, if I do work, I'll be able to make money. And what does that mean? That means I could really make memories here in life. That means I could help fund some charities. That means that I could save money now so that when I do start my own family, I could really be present because I set aside enough money now as a young person so that when I do have kids, I could really be present with them. Just these little things. And so my why has to do with people whether it's helping people in finances, whether it's my future family, whether it's being able to spend time with my loved ones. And that is really what's going to motivate you to work hard and work effectively. So I challenge you, once you've broken away from the burnout, you let go of your hurt, you've healed yourself, you're trying to essentially restart your work-life balance, find your why, write it down, put it as a sticky note on your desk, maybe write it in your journal, put it on your phone, Remind yourself of your why all the time, and that will help you stay focused, be less distracted, and it'll help you procrastinate less. And um, that's those are the four steps that honestly help me so much in life. And it's it's changed my life around and helped me realize that as long as I keep these four things in check, I can be productive in a healthy way, and I don't have to be guilty if I'm not exhausted or overwhelmed. So as I start to close down this episode today, I want to share a passage from Jeremiah chapter 31 verses 1 through 5. And um, it is just, it really shows that God will provide for us and he will provide rest. He will provide the opportunity for us to live a good life. And before I do go into this passage, I just want to say that one thing I specifically pray to God for is that he will give me the opportunity of time to get things done. And I just ask God, Lord, please give me strength. Help me focus my eyes on you. And please give me the opportunity of time so I can get my projects done in the day. And God will provide the amount of time each day for you to get your stuff done. He will. He knows what your day should look like. He knows what your entire story of life should look like. And the little chapter, the little page that marks, you know, August 15th or August 16th or whatever day it is that you're listening to this. He will help you have the time in the day. He will provide it. And maybe your day looks like something you didn't want to look like. Maybe you had to be more flexible. Maybe things came up in the day that you didn't think they would. Well, I'm sure God knew that was going to happen, and he gave you the resources and the time to take care of it. So if you're feeling nervous or stressed out about time, I know that happens to me a lot. I just pray to God and ask for some time, whether it's you know, right now, whether it's at 5 p.m., whether it's at 10 p.m., I have an extra 30 minutes to do something, God will provide because he wants you to be productive, but he also doesn't want you to stress and work from a place of unhealthiness. So now I'm going to go into that Jeremiah passage. It says, at that time, declares the Lord, I will be the God of all the families of Israel, and they will be my people. This is what the Lord says. The people who survive the sword will find favor in the wilderness. I will come to give rest to Israel. 
The Lord appeared to us in the past saying, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with unfailing kindness. I will build you up again, and you, Israel, will be rebuilt. Again, you will take up your timbrels and go out to dance with the joyful. Again, you will plant vineyards on the hills of Samaria. The farmers will plant them and enjoy their fruit. So obviously this passage is all about Israel and God wanting to provide for them. But there are so many things in this passage that kind of reminded me what we're going through um, in COVID-19 and if we feel bad that we're not on our hustle. And I thought it was amazing how God said, I will build you up. I will, again, you will take up your timbrels and go out to dance with the joyful. Again, you will plant vineyards. So again, you'll be joyful. Again, you'll be productive. God will provide this. And that one line that says, I will, I have loved you with an everlasting love. That always makes me feel so much better if I feel stressed out or from overwhelmed. And I'm thinking, okay, Isabel, don't be overwhelmed. Don't burn out. Whenever I'm just feeling that stress, I tell myself, Isabel, God loves you with an everlasting love. He will provide you with joy. He will provide you with productivity. He will build you up again. Don't get so caught up in the moment where you forget his promises. And just sometimes you have to be honest with yourself and say, hey, calm down. You're fine. You'll get it done. And Matthew eleven twenty eight says, come to me all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. There are times where I'm just so tired and overwhelmed. I'm thinking, okay, I can't study. I can't do anything. I just say, okay, I'm going to lay down for 10 minutes. I'm going to either pray to God or fall asleep, whatever it is. But I'm just going to surrender this to God. Surrender this stress that's distracting me from my overall purpose. And just taking that time to be in God's presence, surrender, come to him. He will give you rest. And that's just something I do once in a while. And whether you're at the office and you just need to close your eyes for a sec or you need to get up from your desk and go to the bathroom for five minutes and, you know, pop in an AirPod or listen to some worship music or something, that little bit of time will help so much. Now, before I end the episode, I just want to speak to the girl right now who's struggling. Um, Maybe you're held back by a hard life circumstance, or maybe you have some discouraging thoughts about comparison of yourself before COVID, or maybe you're in a bad relationship, or maybe there's a lot of stress going on emotionally with your faith. Whatever it is, do you feel as though you just can't work hard enough? Do you feel as though there's not enough hours in the day? Have you ever felt this way? Maybe you don't feel this way now because you're at home, but have you felt this way and are you kind of feeling this way again? Do you go to bed at night and wake up in the morning feeling guilty that you didn't get everything done in the day that you wanted to? Do you feel like you just can't take a breath? Well, I just want to say, I felt this way for so long and I wish I could tell myself, girl, God's got you. I mean, for real, he does. And I'm telling you that now. God's got you. He wants to hug you and put all those broken pieces, all that stress, all that overwhelm, he wants to put that back together with his love and make it something new. And I want to tell you, it's not a bad thing that you want to work so hard. It's not bad that you have so many goals. But God wants to take all the sadness, all the hurt, all the things that are burdening you down, He wants to put those pieces back together and he wants to help you use your passion for life and your passion for productivity for his glory. And um, there's this quote on Google that says, put your broken pieces on God's hands and watch him use them to work his wonders. And I thought that was just such a beautiful way to say it. So I challenge you, if you're going through something hard, if you've been hurt, and that's maybe the reason you've been working so hard because you don't want to recognize what you're going through, 
Open it up to God. Show him your broken pieces. Say, God, I need you. And he will help you. He will put them back together and he will help you figure out a way to work hard for him, but also have rest. There's a wonderful Rick Warren quote and it says, your pain oftentimes reveals God's purpose for you. God never wastes a hurt. He won't. He will not. He will not waste the hardship you've gone through because these hardships have made you the person you need to be and God's going to turn it around for good. And I just want to let you know that the biggest thing that fills me up every day is I, I get my tank essentially filled up with God and memories. And those are just those eternal relationships with people that I've talked about before. And when you make these memories with loved ones, they will last forever. And that's what's going to fuel you when you're working hard. You're not going to be working from a place of unhealthiness, of sadness. You'll be working from a place of joy and satisfaction because you'll be depending on God and you'll be using these wonderful memories you've had with those that you love to fuel you. So I hope you all enjoyed today's episode. I hope it helped you and I hope it maybe calms some fears or some nervousness you have about coming out of the COVID pandemic lockdown and trying to figure out your life. And I just want to say I'm right next here with you. I am going to hopefully be passing my last exam for now um, at the end of this month. And then, um, yeah, I'm going to be starting to partner with my dad in um, the family investment business. So really scary, but I'm going to also keep these tips close to my heart so that I could still be effective and productive, but also find joy in life. So I just want to say, girl, God's got you. He loves you. He's taking care of you. And I can't wait to talk to you in the next episode. Bye.